0: So I press play on this particular episode to talk to you about the many different podcasts that are going on, the fact that you can start a podcast. We would love to help you with that process um, and learn how to monetize it and build your platform and your business and and your book off of it. How it has incredible message expansion opportunities to the nations, how it is connected to the Great Commission, how your exposure points and your exposure points. It's exposure out, but you guys just got to be, I mean, I'm exposed right now sharing. These are some of the mind things that I'm working through. And because of that, I get to connect deeper with you. Listen up, for such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness broadcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health you're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. All right, y'all. I'm popping in randomly and excitedly with a podcast recording that is going to be a little different than normal, but really it's storytelling and it's connected to you needing to also vocalize. Now, you know, I am an advocate for developing messengers in the marketplace. And what that means in the heart of hearts, connected to the truth, capital T truth, the word of God, is that we are all meant to do this thing that you see me doing right now. Whether that's through the fivefold ministry of evangelism or not, that might not be your strong suit, um, but it is the process of going and telling the world the good news, sharing, broadcasting, and also publishing. So that's really all the pieces of why I do what I do and why I get so excited when I jump out of the bed in the morning to say, yes, Lord, and amen, Lord, to the things in which you are calling me to help others be equipped within. Now, that has been an evolution for sure over the course of the last five years, especially since our first podcast launch. We are at the end of season five, which feels so wild with the Fit and Faith podcast. And this year alone, we've started two more. So that's three podcasts. It feels a little nutty. And when I explain it to people, they're like, what? How does it even make sense? But I know people who literally post on their podcast or drop a show every single day. So no judgment. We can all do hashtag many things, all the things, and we can do so in the unforced, unforced rhythms of grace, as we know from Matthew um, biblically, because it to other people might look like busy. But if it's talking and it's a part of your gift and talent and it's connected to your mission and purpose, which is your mission and purpose, I'm going to reiterate that a bunch of times today, then we should be doing it. And, and what else is more important? So I've been wrestling with a couple of things in my mind, um, also in my spirit. Recently, I was on a podcast, and it's all about podcasting and starting a show and um, growing a show and creating a business out of said show. And I believe in that. I mean, truly, truly, that's what Fit and Faith has become based on me just saying yes to having conversations with people in regards to areas of mental, spiritual, financial, relational... All the things, health and fitness and wellness and, and wholeness and ultimately alignment, which then led into FIT becoming an acronym, which is now Founders, Innovators, and Trailblazers because I have found that when someone unlocks their purpose and they're on the other side of the shame and the trauma and the pain. Now, don't get me wrong. We run into trials and tribulations all the time. I still experience pain. I still experience disappointment. I have trials and tribulations all the time, Um, but I am not harboring shame connected to that, and I am consistently always becoming my book. I hope you guys have a copy. If you don't, get it in your favorite bookstore today. It's also an Audible, which I also love to listen to, but that book has been foundational and really was birthed out of the conversations of these podcasts as well as my own healing journey. So fast forward five seasons later, over 400 and something episodes later, we're going to be launching into season six, and we jumped into these other two shows, which if you haven't listened or followed along, it's the Founder Collective Podcast, which is our nonprofit organization. It's our mobilized church, and so you get to actually have a lens and an ear into what I believe church really should look like, and that is a passing of a microphone. You no know, oftentimes we get into these church walls, these four walled buildings, and we call that church but and not but but and it can also be pulpit to congregation, and a lot of church isn't actually happening because people are just coming being fed, and then walking out, but there should be this connected synergy, there should be these conversations, there should be this depth of intimacy and family and community and Um, That doesn't always happen. And it's not to say that you can't go and learn and and experience those types of environments. But what I found to be most um, beautiful, honestly, out of these conversations with the Founder Collective podcast is it started in a place no recording was intended. Um, I never thought I would press play in the regard of actually having the church, which we meet every Wednesday at 12 o'clock Eastern, um, basically people's lunch hours to come together and talk truly about what's going on spiritually and all the other layers connected to our entrepreneurial journeys. So entrepreneurship, as we know, can be wildly isolating. And to have open conversation about what's going on in our homes or in our leadership roles or in um, our financial placement with our businesses or tension that's happening, all these things, it's a real conversation. The the microphone has been passed. And after nine months of not recording that space, I had the people who were coming on a consistent basis, like, did not want to miss it. They didn't want to not be there. They didn't want to not even be able to listen to the recording. So they were asking for the Zoom recordings. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. I just felt like it was this safe sanctuary. And the Lord challenged me. He's like, you know, churches themselves are putting these pastoral messages online. Why are you thinking that you're ruining what I'm going to do, basically me limiting the Holy Spirit in that moment because of, of me thinking that we're creating safety by not presenting it out to the world. So we don't really put the images of people. We don't put people's last names. We're not tagging people. It's not a place where people are coming to be heard. They're coming to a place to listen and to speak and to share. Um, And the heard element is to be heard by the body of Christ and to have compassion and empathy and also to equip one another, to sharpen one another, to train each other up. So we have our own podcast um, timeframes where Pastor Anthony Hart and I, who he has his own podcast called In the Red that we helped launch. Uh, gosh, that was about a year, two years ago now, but he's been really um, pouring into it through his pastoral sermons and his individual teachings. So that's another show you should t- totally follow. Basically, I'll put all of these in the show notes so you can just go follow. We're just no longer subscribe, but if you go to our YouTube channels, you can subscribe over there. Follow, subscribe leave the ring the bell. What are they all? What are all the things now? I don't even know. Like, uh, comment, review. Yes, yes, yes. That is literally like treasure to us because it helps expand exposure. Um, We don't need it for our own personal validation because we have our value in Christ. But I encourage you to go and take that extra step. It's like after, you know, small business Saturday, you see all the posts about people saying, you know, if you might not come and buy from me today, but just sharing my post, just sharing this podcast, just tagging us in something that like landed home for you. Those things really do matter. And um, that extra step on your behalf allows us to connect deeper um, as well. So do that thing. So now uh, I want to also share about the Girls Gone Holy. You can see my shirt. Isn't it cute? The Girls Gone Holy podcast. It's a podcast for the wild ones. That's kind of the subtitle. You might remember Girls Gone Wild. That's a play on words because uh, we all have a history. And uh, it is six women coming together in different areas and zones of genius, um, different uh, apostolic anointings, um, and, and really just having deep conversations about what God is doing in our lives. What's he's teaching us right now? How can we help equip and train up other women specifically in that show where Fit and Faith and Founder Collective are very, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? There are so many weird words that you can describe this now that is very um, PC, and I'm not going to be PC about it. It's for guys. It's for women and men, okay? It's for women and men. Both of you guys can listen to it. Both genders are, are welcome. Um, anyhow, so Girls Gone Holy was established and not intentionally, okay? So Founder Collective, unintentional podcast. Girls Gone Holy, unintentional podcast. And yet the Lord said press play. So note to self as you're listening and you hear all of these people teaching you to, um, to to share, to be a podcaster, right? I want you to know that it's not for everyone. So I'm not saying every single person go and tell and make disciples of nations. Yes, that is the great commission and the way in which you do that, it's going to look different. And a podcast 100% can touch nations immediately. So why not? I mean, You don't have to buy a plane ticket. You get to actually be there with your presence, with your testimony, with your overcoming, with your teaching in those places. And so that's one of the richest reasons to say yes. Also to know that now as an overall listenership, people have listened to podcasts and tuning into podcasts more than they are traditional radio. So that's another fun fact. You might think, especially hearing now we have three podcasts, that everybody's running the podcast. So who's going to actually listen to me? You know, I just want to punch through those limiting beliefs. I want to punch through those mindset barriers and let you know that that too uh, is ultimately rooted in sin. You might have listened to that podcast before and you're like, Tamara, I'm not sitting just because I have a limiting belief. Well, I told you at the beginning of the show and I am going to get into it. I haven't forgotten on some of the things that I've been wrestling with from a limiting belief perspective or a mindset perspective Um, But I I just want you to know that we shouldn't make excuses that are premised on limiting beliefs because I really believe that limiting beliefs are ultimately rooted in some essence of sin. Um, It could be a pride issue. So who's going to listen to me? That would go pride. Uh, It could be um, I don't want to show myself right? Like I don't want to be on camera. That's a whole nother video podcasting is where it's at you guys. If you're not doing that, you need to start video. I started video five years ago before video was even a thing. You should have seen it. I had like a A wide lens um, webcam was capturing it. It was so grainy and terrible. You could see our whole bodies. We were like really far away from the camera, but our sound worked thanks to my good friend, Jay Stallings, who is a a recording artist. Uh, Another thing to tag below, incredible song called Glory. Um, He's got one EP out and more to come for sure. Uh, Joseph Stallings is also one of the uh, pastors that speaks on the Founder Collective podcast and also is a part of the founding family. And um, his heart posture towards worship was expressed at the FounderCon and he established that incredible panel. Um, and led that panel. And yeah, it's so, so good. So sound is important. Video is important. Do that thing. Don't run away from it because that too is basically rooted in self-deprecation that you shouldn't be on video because of, I don't know, a way that you look, a pimple that you have, something you don't like to hear your own voice. That's often what I hear potential podcasters, people who want to do it, but don't like that. Nobody says you have to listen to yourself back. So put it out into the world, put it out into the atmosphere, make sure it's aligned, aligned scripturally, biblically. Um, Also don't let the fact that you don't know enough um, this is a huge part of what we want Founder Academy, Founder Collective is going to be turning into a school. If you didn't get the news flash there um, that happened at the conference, we revealed for the first time what the vision of that's going to become. It's going to be an ordination and entrepreneurial school that's going to launch. Um, but there are so many people who don't feel equipped to be able to share or evangelize scripturally. And so there's a mentorship that's going to be happening alongside that. But let me just tell you, when the Lord got a hold of my Heart and my eyes and my ears. I didn't know, I didn't know Bible verses. I couldn't, I still am, I don't, can't necessarily um, spit them out as my right hand. I know stories and I know the parables and I, I've almost read front to back. This is the first year I'm doing the, the Bible in a year. It's been so fun. But to read every single word and every single line in the Bible, it We're always becoming. Okay, I'm going to go back to my book plug. Okay, we're always becoming. No one is perfect. No pastor who has hundreds of thousands of people in their congregation is perfect at it. Jesus is the only perfect one, and therefore there should be grace connected to that. There should not be condemnation when you are sharing the word, and to know that we're always learning. So even on the Girls Gone Holy podcast recently, I was sharing my own personal revelation in regards to scripture that I was reading that morning. And after the show was done recording, which we have already uh, discussed, that we're there to sharpen one another. So if I am pulling something out of context, please let me know. Um, And one of my girlfriends, one of our sisters on the show, Jessica Shakir, who's incredible um, and and just has such a heart for like dissecting the word and learning and going deeper and um, utilizes the strong concordance Bible. And that's like basically saying the roots of the words and where they come from, stuff that we geek out on on that show. It's really fun. And she was sharing uh, that that was actually about the devil. So while I was I was like saying, God, I just feel like he spoke this over me this morning and he was giving me affirmation about the conference. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's actually like a funeral song for the devil. Like, oh my gosh. And I knew that contextually, but that morning, that's how the Lord spoke to me. And he used his very words, the very word to to, to press onto my heart affirmation. So is that wrong? I don't think so. I mean, God wouldn't say it was wrong. It'd be wrong if I was, um, like making that my, my banner song, uh, probably, but two, it's important that we have the context and we can share. So all of that to be said, if you feel ill-equipped to go and tell, to start a podcast, um, about anything that is aligned, Can I just ensure you that your voice and your specific imprint to said voice matters and the way you're telling a story when God got a hold of me, like I said, I didn't know all of these things and yet I had a story. Do you think the woman at a well who just met Jesus had scripture memorized? Now, maybe because of the way context of society was and the training up, but generally it was the boys who knew the scripture and were like embedded from a... Jewish tradition, Hebrew tradition to be able to to learn scriptures. So just please don't discredit yourself. I honestly think it's rooted in pride. Um, and there's other things that we can, we can go down. Um, if you are, let's say, struggling with something like addiction, and I was struggling with addiction when I started my podcast, addictions of things I didn't even know. I was having this Brilliant conversation with a um, world-renowned speaker and trainer, and just an incredible heart. Yesterday, um, he's spoken on stages. I think he said just this year he'll have spoken on uh, stages that have reached over seven hundred fifty thousand people in person, so almost a million people in person. I just think that's so cool. I was like, wow, what a what a messenger, millionaire messenger. That's the heartbeat of not only our um, what's it called our freebie, our downloadable, our landing lead magnet that you can go download as well, How to Become a Millionaire Messenger. It's the heartbeat. It's the heart posture of wealth. Like It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have millions of dollars, but what if your podcast, which ours is, could touch millions of people, right? What if you're speaking on stage because you've come to our Impact Speaker Retreat in February and you now have the access point to be able to get on stages? Uh, What if, your podcast is the way in which you establish that confidence and camera courage, as one of the girls on Girls Gone Holy specializes in, Melissa Hughes. These are these are real conversations, and I just want to like poke holes in that mindset. So let me share with you because I'm I'm badgering you a little bit here, saying start a show. Um, we do our own training of that. All of our our authors get to become podcasters because if you have a book, which we have. I think, am I, time, I think I'm a seven-time. I think I'm 6 six-time, six-time best-selling author. Um, our new book of the Joyful Entrepreneur came out, and uh, we want you guys to go and pre-order this as well, and order this now. I don't know why I said that. Just order it, not pre-order it. Order it, get it in your hands. It's going to be at all bookstores and Barnes and Noble already accounted it as a number one bestseller. So lots of cool traction. I say that because if you have a message inside you, which we all do, it's the message. It's his message. We are conduits of said message. And the way in which you share that, no different than the disciples, is going to be through your own testimony, okay? And the testimony is what breaks chains. And therefore, that's why I feel everyone should have a podcast. Everyone should write a story. Everyone should speak on a stage. Your stage might be your local coffee shop. Your stage might be your kitchen when you're talking to your kiddos. I don't care. Change your perspective on what is success versus what is sustenance in the kingdom and go and do the thing. Okay? So my mindset issues, my struggling issues with this is I have three podcasts. Uh, I am present on social media, but my content strategy is lacking, slacking, has been like bar none. And that's not always been the case. We've definitely uh, done a lot more in the past when I had uh, help in that regard with our um, designer. And she also played the role of social media manager, even though that wasn't really her zone of genius. Y'all, a lot of people do a lot of things. They wear a lot of different hats. Here's a Halo hat. I'm telling you about all the things that I do in one podcast. This is so fun. Halo hat is a part of our nonprofit. All of the funds, 100% of the funds go to Establish, Founder Academy, and the FounderCon. So if you love fashion as much as I do, these are a one-size-fits-all. I'll show you if you're looking at the video because you can literally tighten all of these. Every single one is uniquely made with its own Halo band. It has a verse of the quarter, whatever the seasonal verse is, as well as a seasonal flower and pop of color that is connected to scripture and meaning. I think everything should have extra layers of meaning because it all does. So um, there's the halo hat. I I think that with all the content and all of the things that we're putting out on a consistent basis, there's a multitude of things. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want um, to... Like beat a dead horse, I guess would be the language. I don't want people to feel like, oh my gosh, I, like it's a perception thing, I guess. So here, here's me being raw. I'm like processing out loud with you guys What, what's stopping me from posting more. What's stopping me from feeling as though my posting is going to affect somebody else if God is calling me to do it it should affect somebody else that's the whole point right there's fruit on the other side of it and and i i think it's an element of of sloth it's laziness um and so again my my mental my beliefs my mindset is connected when it's hindering god's will for my life it's connected to sin because there's only a plus or a minus there's only a yes or a no there's only a truth and a lie and so is it true that I am not capable of or that I don't have time to or that I am not eloquent enough or that, you know, these are these are some of the things that I'm saying. And or the even the, the look good, feel good one of like fear of success. What if I do post three times a day and I do have a million followers? Am I going to be able to sustain that? Am I going to be able to handle that? Um, will people treat me differently? Um, I have had a girlfriend who is a Christian influencer who was with me in another city recently and she's like, it's actually sometimes scary. Like people know me when I go places and I have to be mindful when I'm traveling by myself. And I thought that to be so bizarre because I had never had to think about that before. But isn't that like what famous people can't go anywhere without paparazzi? Like that's not fun. Uh, but what if that happens to me? And and, and, and I don't say that especially out of ego. I say it out of only God. Like God will, God can, and, and he will have his way, which is something I continually have been telling people. God will get God's way. God will get his way. That's what he, that's who he is. That's, that's his will will be done, right? The story has been written. And so all of that to be said, stop hindering yourself from doing the thing you know God is calling you to do. And I've gone back and forth on this content thing for years. Did you guys know, here I am with, I said, seven, I think my name is actually on on eight books, nine books. I should know this offhand because I've written um words for people and so I get to be a part of that release as well, which is so fun. But when I first wrote Always Becoming, and that was the first book that I really released. I, I, I did a the women's devotional prior to that as well, which we're doing another one right now. It's so good. I can't wait for you guys to read it. It's, it's so, so good. Um... And when I did that, I wanted to go under a pen name. Like, that is hilarious to me uh, that I wanted to do that. But it was something I had to work through. I had been known. I had done a lot under my own name in my 20s. And I just, I was shying. I was shunning away from that. Um, and I'm so glad that I didn't because I'm so proud of my name now. But I needed that newness in my name. And I wrestled with the Lord about it. I think about Jacob and Israel and like, Jacob's name became Israel after the wrestling when he came into that place of you know submission to the Lord to say, okay, this is my name. This is my testimony. And I'm going to walk with a limp. And that's what the always becoming book is to me. It's like, that was my limp. This is my limp. This is where I was. This is the, the downward spiral of my life. And yet look at it now as a platform. Like I get to stand on top of that book, just like, my best friend, Morgan, who was my first podcast ever. She was a part of like the podcast processing management back in the day. We had no idea what we were doing. It was so fun. <laughs> and uh, we still don't know what we're doing. Let's be serious. But at the time, she was doing all the things for the podcast. This is before our podcast manager, uh, who is amazing now, Janice Rogers. I'm dropping all the names today. I'm just like telling you guys all my secrets. I want you to know who I work with, who has gotten me and helped me through this place, who my current prayer warriors are. They're the same people, which I think is such a testimony to authenticity. Um, When you stay authentic and vulnerable to who you are and who you are becoming, the people who get to walk out that journey of vulnerability, walk out that limp um, and, and teaching and, and equipping you in the process and sharpening you in the process will be there when you do potentially get to that next place. And I think a lot of times we think we're leaving people behind if the Lord sheds our relationship in this season, but that's not the case. It, we all impact each other no matter where we are. So that's a part of this. And, and I forget what I was going to tell you about, Morgan. Uh, Did I say it? Shoot. Oh, well, she was my first podcast. Her testimony has just become, oh, there it is, this thing in which she stands on. So I, I mentioned the Always Becoming book is a thing in which I stand on. I, I also get to stand on the Fit and Faith podcast. I mean, to be able to get on stages because of this show um, that has is, is touched so many millions of people's lives – it's amazing. Um, it, it's it's so cool, but it's because of consistency. And she consistently fought a battle with the enemy. I consistently fought a battle with the enemy and with God. That's the wrestling side. She's done the exact same thing. She battles with the Lord all the time in regards to her like angelic voice, right? Um, airing her dirty laundry, but she would tell you the same. She's an incredible musician and she's stepping into that Finally, and this is after almost eight years of walking out friendship together and in calling each other's greatness out, she was the one who told me, no, it's going to be your real name and no, we are putting your face on all of this stuff. Whether you think you should or not, I'm going to do it on your behalf. And you need advocates in your life who are going to do it on your behalf so that the root of sin of pride is not the issue. So Anthony, her husband, always talks about not building your own platform and I get that. God will build your platform. And I think that it's profound in the way and context in which he shares it biblically and scripturally. 100% don't go ahead of God. And also to know that consistency, which I'm mentioning, and following in obedient steps to do the thing you know you're called to do and to do it uniquely and divinely. You could start a podcast and a year in, God closes your lips. And like, okay, like could that happen to us? 100% but not yet. God is actually telling me, go more, go strong, go bigger, do exactly what you know you're meant to do and you know how to do. That's another thing. Do you know how to press play and speak? And maybe you're called to these stages and you think someone's just going to call you, Tony Robbins, he's going to give you a call. And he's gonna be like, I want you to come speak on my stage. Russell Brunson, come on, let's go click funnels. I want you to speak on my stage. Myron Golden, Hey, I want you to come in and speak to my mastermind. I'm speaking these things out loud you might see that. You might actually believe that or God has revealed that in a vision, but if you're not willing to press the microphone in the quiet of your own home when maybe the only person who listens to your show is your mom at that point, then, then how are you being a good steward of the gifts and talents God has provided? So I press play on this particular episode to talk to you about the many different podcasts that are going on. The fact that you can start a podcast, we would love to help you with that process um, and learn how to monetize it and build your platform and your business and your and your book off of it how it has incredible message expansion opportunities to the nations, how it is connected to the Great Commission, how your exposure points and your exposure points. It's exposure out, but you guys just got to be – I mean, I'm exposed right now sharing these are some of the mind things that I'm working through. And because of that, I get to connect deeper with you. I see people in the chat right now who is like, you're speaking to me. I'm speaking to you because I'm being real. I'm speaking to you because this is something we all struggle with. The enemy is not, you know, uh, creative. He's literally not creative. And therefore, he is going to have the same tactics over you and your sin and the way in which you decide you are or aren't going to work, work something or walk something out as he is with me. And so that's why we, we have to come together. That's why we have to commune. That's why we have to talk about it. And also to share that this is a personal growth journey, live and in action. So yes, there's professional growth opportunities. I get to be a better speaker every time I press play. I get to analyze myself and like figure out how do I want to use my body and my words and my pace and my rhythm and all these things. I get massive kingdom connections because I do interviews on my show and you can do interviews or soliloquies like this, monologues. I get to teach and become a better effective teacher of the word of God. I get to evangelize because I'm sharing the good news. I am using my gifts and talents. I've had a microphone in my hand since I was so little and it's so cool to reflect back on that. Um, and even if you've never held a microphone, that doesn't mean that that ends your story. Start now.
1: What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org. Hi,
0: everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. And so all of those things, I am going to actually queue up um, a very quick, like, snippet, probably 10 minutes or so, oops, um, of the Girls Gone Holy podcast because I want you to hear what it is that we're doing over there, hear the heart and the fun that we're having. We talk about the wild ones, and we say it gets to be fun. Podcasting gets to be fun. Connecting with other people gets to be fun. Speaking and teaching gets to be fun entrepreneurship gets to be fun. And we don't have to do it with such a straight jacket on or an expectation that like, oh, because this is serious and this is going to the world, like I need it to be perfect. No, you don't. Again, you're pointing to the perfect one. So allow your your quirks and your sneezes and your dog running or your kids coming in, like let it be, let it be, be still and know that He is God. And in all the areas that are worrying you or burdening you or keeping you from doing what God has called you to do in the kingdom, in the marketplace, as a minister, like be still and know He is God and God's going to get His way. So enjoy listening to a little snippet of the incredible... Girls Gone Holy podcast. The six women will all be tagged below. We've got Natalie Petrowski in the house. We've got Kristen Kingsbury in the house. Melissa Hughes I mentioned. Jessica Shakir, I mentioned. And the incredible Tiffany. Uh, Elise Acardi. And then there's me. So we have so much fun. And to know that there can be a podcast that you don't have to take the mic for the entire hour. Sometimes I only get to speak for three minutes. And it's so worth it because of all the personal and professional growth pieces I just mentioned. So stop making excuses, get after it today. I love you so much. If you're watching live right now, you'll have to tune into the actual podcast when it drops in probably a week or so um, to hear that. Or you can go right now to the Girls Gone Holy podcast. All right, y'all, love you so much. Have an amazing day.
1: The thing that's really been on my heart right now and that we just wanted to like bring attention to and just say that God sees you is sometimes the holidays can be a time of incredible joy, incredible things, all the festivities. But, you know, I'm a social media influencer and I do a lot with social media and I'm very acutely aware that for people that are walking through pain right now, it can be so easy to look at your feed and think that everybody else's life is just cupcakes, Skittles and butterflies and feel very alone and I, you know, when we were talking on here right before, they were like, what's on your heart, Melissa? Because we're all buzzing about good things that God's doing in our life. And I'm like, you know, I'm really feeling, I'm feeling that in my own family personally in some ways. And then I'm feeling that for other people that, you know, the holidays were maybe 2024 wasn't what you expected. Maybe you had a vision board and you had big dreams and, and it just didn't go the way that you thought. And that's a hard place to be in. But you know what, I really this is like the, the one thing that I want to say to you right now, is I have been in that spot. And that literally in that spot, I, me, me and my husband lived in a valley on a cemetery, <laughs> like, for four years, like no joke, we, we laughed that we lived in the valley of the shadow of death. Um, but that's like a real place. It's actually in the Bible. And, um, I have so much to say about the value of the Valley, but the one thing that I really want to share with people right now that are listening, they're like, man, it's just hard. It just, isn't what I thought. I feel disappointed is you are 100% free to be in that place. And that God doesn't want, you know, as Christians, I think sometimes we're like, well, I should just. You know, put on a happy face and I, we, they, we can feel guilty for feeling disappointed or mad or upset because we know that God calls us to a joyful life, right? And, but I just want to encourage any person right now that it's okay not to be okay, that it's that God wants to meet you in your pain. And it's when we open up our heart, when we actually let God into those spaces and not hide them, that we can receive healing. And it could literally be as simple as lord i just I am disappointed, or lord i uh I did think that this was gonna work out, and it didn't, and you can be in that spot and you're not called to stay there. You were never called to stay and live in the valley. That's not your story, but if that is where you're at today, I just feel like God wants to come in so close and just give you a big kiss on the cheek and put his big father like arm around you and be like it's okay. It's okay. And I am with you. He is with you in this time and in this moment. And um, just the freedom to to allow God to come close to you in your time of struggle or pain. And that it's just, it's okay. That's really what I want to share. Cause I think there's a lot of shame for Christians um, and not the freedom to come really, truly, really, 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 truly as you are at the cross, but you can. And that's the beautiful thing about God is he's the God of the mountaintop and the valley. What do you think, yeah, Tim?
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I I love that, Melissa. And I I love that as we're in this season, we we use names like God or Emmanuel, God is with us. And I think it's so oftentimes that we um, equate this season with what a Western culture has, you know, of Christmas and Santa Claus and, uh, the, you know, all, all the different things. But I love really this solemn season as the year winds down, because what is time anyways, you know, but man-made time. Um, and so for us, it's this equivalent to, okay, it's time to, to, you know, wind down and think about and reflect and all those things. But I really feel like at least what the Lord's impressing onto my heart this morning is that this last year was the great setup, because what we know of time, like, doesn't exist. It's man-made, but in, in, in God's world, it's ever expansive and what that looks like. And so I also just feel like for those that feel disappointed of the expectations or whatever those pieces may be, and you're um, naturally in this time, be- this, this season right now, because, because of it, um, I just really feel like based off of even our podcast recording before he's inviting us into this season of wild expectations and that what you thought was, okay, this was supposed to happen or this was supposed to happen because naturally we're we're at the end of the year here into this like into this this chasm of a of, of seasonality and time. I just really feel like <laughs> my dog's over right here going amen in the background <laughs> as he's low-key choking on something. But um anyways, yeah, I just feel like he's inviting us into this this season of wild expectations and despite disappointments or things that you feel like didn't work out that he is inviting us into something more. And so, um, yeah, I just, I really want to speak that over people that are, um, wrestling through what they thought that this year was going to look like. And just know that God's reminding your spirit of the so. There's so many things that you thought, what you thought it was going to look like, but here's what I was doing, um, behind that. And, Mm -hmm. I think that it's, I think it's a great reminder. I love that, you know, um, there's familial things and things that we don't know that are going on behind, behind the scenes. Um, You know, I lost my um, grandpa earlier this summer and it's a, you know, it's a holiday um, with holidays without him and, you know, the seasonal dynamics of what makes up that. But I just, I feel like this constant beckoning of that God is with us. Um, and that's kind of the true reflection on even as we're coming up to the week of Christmas um, to not allow it to just be a seasonal thing to not just allow it to be an end of year thing uh, where we naturally start to reflect on some of those pieces but I really feel like it's a, a word for this year of drawing near to him and then wild expectations beyond anything that we could think, dream or imagine. I am um, for for Christmas this year, I um Converse has this like where you can make your own shoes. <laughs> you know, like you can design it and you can pick out the patterns and you can put little words on it. And I made Ephesians three twenty shoes because you can like put like a little verse on it. And I just feel like that word is for me, that word is for a lot of us mm-hmm. walking into this and it's just, you know, a fun little prophetic act, but there's so my Christmas shoes of walking into that God's going to do more than we can ever infinitely think, dream or imagine. And that this is your invitation to be in wild expectation at all times. Hey y'all,
0: it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts. And you can tag me and the guests and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you may even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. over there. Check it out. And thanks again, Life Audio, for being you. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. you over there. Check it out. And thanks again, Life Audio, for being you.
1: I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.